0: Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Raines. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday, and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Hey, good morning, Asher.
1: Hey, good morning, Mr. Brisson.
0: We got a busy week, or I do. Um, we got the Fire Trail Running Festival. So this this podcast is going to upload the day after I get back. So it's always weird how we do these because I'm speaking to my future self in a way, but I, I'm not really because I don't always hardly ever listen to these. But um, we got that going on, and... I was really looking forward to it because I thought Asher was going to be with me, um, but Asher couldn't make it work. So I understand life life stuff happens. So I'm going to be um, isolated only for two days. Um, I'm heading up Thursday, which is tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday, and um, that's just a travel day. Friday's course marking, Saturday setting up, and then um, we have race Saturday night and then um, Sunday mornings take down and then drive back so that's all what's going down I was really looking forward to floating the Guadalupe River with 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 a homie or two looks like I'll be solo again so
1: so no Carly this year
0: yeah Carly's not coming um you know she just can't make it work with work That's (laughs) that's not a pun but um (laughs) Um, but yeah, man, so we got that going. I'm super excited, bro. But when you and I go to South Launa River State Park, that's cool. I think that river's so much better. It's clear. It's colder. It flows better. There's not as many people. It's a cool river, dude. And so, I man, you're definitely going to relax because when it's super hot in South Texas, you're not out course marking in the middle of the freaking day because you got limited supplies on you, et cetera, et cetera. So guess what we're gonna be doing in the middle of the day? Course marking. We're gonna be floating in the river. Yeah, you're dang right. We're gonna be floating in the river, son. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, I'm looking forward to that, dude. That's gonna be fun. Um, yep. But I will be solo floating by myself again this time, which is okay. Um, and yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I actually had my first thousand plus dollar mistake I did today or not today it was a few days ago um (laughs) it's not as bad as it sounds but I had ordered 150 of everything for this race the fire child running festival and I was expecting 150 people and so I had set the limit to the race on, um, what, what I thought was 150 people. And so, you know, I posted on Sunday night or Monday sold out, you know, cause the race was completely sold out. I was like, we have 150 people, no more. And then I was heat pressing some t-shirts and I, and then I looked at the total number of shirts and it said like 120 or 119. And I was like, that's not right. And I went to the capacity limit and it was set to like 120, which is what the parking limit was for that for that part of the state park. But if they drove a little bit down, there's like an extra 200 parking spots. So I, um, I was going to allow for extra people. Anyways, so I, I realized that I missed out and I could have had 30 more people sign up. And based off the average price per person, that's an extra two grand right there. And I had already bought all the t-shirts, all the medals, all that. So um, I was like, crap, I can't go back on my word. Like not only did I post it was sold out, other people were posting that it was sold out. And, you know, I don't want to look inconsistent or unprofessional. So I kept it as sold out. But what I did was I opened up the wait list to where, like for the people that really want to get in, or if we have like someone drop, there, a spot opens up, they can get in. Um, but I mean, we're not having that many people hop on the wait list, so that was a mistake on my end. We could have had 30 more people, which would have been extra two grand to help us put on more races, but that's okay. So, you learn from your mistakes,
1: yeah. And uh, I wanted to say last year. Going back to you being out there by yourself last year, was it this race that you went out there like two days early, three days early, and you were just camping every night in the hot heat? And so,
0: oh, that wasn't this race.
1: Maybe yeah. it was no. It
0: it was that race, but I only camped for one or maybe two nights.
1: All right. Um. Well, did you get a hotel this time, or are you camping?
0: So. <laughs> so okay. There's two ways to answer this. Number one, I'll, I'll go ahead and go with the direct answer. I got an Airbnb this time. That's just right down the road from the park. Super nice. Um, I'm going to be sleeping there the night of the event. Obviously I'll be camping out with uh, Logan, your friend Asher. Um, <clears throat> we'll be camping out and I'll probably maybe get a couple hours of sleep there. So there's answer to that. Number two, there's this, there's this cool product I found Um on my Instagram feed, it's called Icy Breeze, I think. And what it is, is it's this cooler that you put ice in, and it's just like a regular cooler, but it has a vent in it, like a vent thing. And what it does, is it pushes cold, air-conditioned air out. It's not wet air. It's dry, cold air, and it blows as hard, on low mode, it blows as hard as your, as your AC does in your car on high. So, I was like, dude, this is gonna change camping in the or camping in Texas in the summer, man. Because that thing, I think the battery can maybe run up to five, maybe eight hours. Um, but like, we're camping for noche trail runs, and I'm gonna invest in that AC unit. That's also a cooler because you could put like drinks in it and stuff too. So it's super cool, dude. But uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat.
1: Yeah, that's freaking sweet. Yeah, I've never even heard. of that so that'd be cool
0: yeah so anyways but uh yeah so dude i've been running into issues with um shipping lately bro it's been kind of crazy i got custom tents for texas outlaw and they were supposed to be here friday it's now wednesday and they're still not here um just because of delays as far as like they couldn't find my address or my apartment number wasn't on there or it takes 48 hours when you update the address for it to be delivered. It's dumb stuff like that, bro. So I'm supposed to get it today before I leave because I'm leaving tomorrow morning. So I have to get everything today. Here's another thing. Only time will tell. I was supposed to receive my medals. They're still not here. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. My medals, according to the UPS website, are getting here today by 7 p.m. But I went to the shipment progress and it said it was in Taiwan. So I don't know, bro. Tell me they from here to Taiwan
1: and yeah, Taiwan's a little far,
0: Taiwan to Magnolia, Arkansas in 12 hours. We'll see, bro. I, I don't know if they didn't update their shipment or what, but I'm hoping I'm hoping it gets here because shipping metals out sucks. I've did personally have not had to do it because the shipment company that um because we had we had Chupacabra one time and they didn't get the metals to us this same metal company, dude, I'm so close to going with a different metal company Um, because they just run the line. Like I'm about to leave and I don't have my metals and it's consistent. It's, it's a lot. It happens a lot. And so I'm about to, I think I'm going to switch over metal companies. And for those of you who are wondering what the company is, it's called stride awards. Um, I've been working with Matt for about three years. They do a really great job on metals and the quality. However, couple times a handful of times we've had shipments get really close um one time they shipped asher's medals, which were supposed to go to litter rock to texas at my parents house <laughs> but i got them i got them
1: yeah i was anyways. gonna say thank you for those up. appreciate it
0: yeah yeah they're in the storage unit right now so um but anyways we're getting off off track here uh, i wanted to talk to you today asher um, about something that I think is very important in our lives. And I want you to talk about it um, as far as you brought it up once. I'm in, I like the way you worded it. Talk about what I said about playing video games.
1: Well, uh, first of all, I'll preface by saying if there's a lot of background noise, it's because I'm in a torrential rain right now. And uh, But you know what? We power on, we power through. So, yeah um video games man there's a point in college where i would come home or Bristol would come back to the dorm and i would always be grinding on some video games and you know for the longest time i was like you know what it's that's my free time i'm gonna kind of do what i want you know in regards to video games um so my my view on video games is that it's just one of those things where you can easily get sucked up into it and, you know, put all of your time and effort into it where it's not something that you necessarily gain any reward from. And so having you as a, a roommate, having Bristin as a roommate was a really good thing for me because it taught me that, you know, all this energy that we as people have, we, if we direct that in the right way, in the right place, we can, Reap greater long-term benefits from it than if we just, you know, use all of that energy for immediate gratification. And I think that's what a lot. It's unfortunate, but I think that's what a lot of our generation does. A lot of young people in our generation, um, you know, we we direct that energy towards meaningless things like video games, or you know, a lot of video watching, or just things that are instantly gratifying. And uh, it's really a shame. And you know, honestly, and I've told Briston this, I have a I have a passion for those people. I've told you this a lot, you know. Uh I have a passion for those people now because I myself was that person. And I'm still, you know, not not the perfect person. There are times that I'll, you know, sit back and relax and you know watch a YouTube video or two. But um whenever that's what consumes the majority of our time, uh, it is a shame because that energy is so can be spent in better ways. And the reward from spending that, that energy in better ways is far greater than, you know, just wasting it on video games. So,
0: yeah, I got to say. So um, this, this talk, this topic that I'm, I'm talking about, it's not about the video games. It's what Asher is talking about is the potential. Here's how I saw it. Um, in high school, I... Stopped playing video games halfway through, and I started working on trying to make businesses and working and running, and that was all I spent my time on, is, was either school, it was all these things. It was school, making money by working, trying to start some businesses and running. That's all I did. That's all I did. Every now and then, I would do something else, like watch YouTube, going into college, <clears throat> I realized that everybody else was playing video games. Like most college guys are playing video games, and I saw that as an opportunity to do um, to make to make something or do something with that time instead of wasting it away. Um, meaning, doing something that can produce great rewards in the future for me physically, um, not just working out, but like I would be like I. A lot of people don't know this, but I was a life insurance agent in Texas for two years because my freshman year of college, I was like studying my butt off of my dorm room for two weeks straight, studying for this test while everybody else was going on trips and stuff. And then I got my license. I made a little money doing that. Um, but like I was grinding my dorm room and, and I was and I was working on businesses and, and my personal growth while everybody else was deteriorating it. And so I took the opportunity to grow myself um, and I expanded my full potential. And now, I, you know, I, we don't even own a TV. Carly and I, we don't own a TV in our apartment. Um, we don't watch TV. I don't watch TV. But now I don't want it to make it look like all I do is just grind, grind, grind. Because since being married, I've learned that family is much more important than anything else except for our faith on earth. And so now this is what, what it looks like from around seven, eight, nine in the morning. I grind until five. And then at five o'clock, I stop. And I enjoy the splendor of my labor is what I say. <laughs> I sit back and I enjoy. I Maybe I might check my email, but I, I'm done working for the day. I get on my phone, I watch YouTube, I cook, I eat dinner with my wife, and I relax. And then I wake up in the morning, and get back to grinding, and I work all day, and then I stop again, and I relax. And it's great, bro. It's great. Um,
1: yeah, and can I say something real quick on yeah. uh, your about deterioration? I don't think it's necessarily that people allow their you know work ethic or what they have built for themselves to deteriorate it's that we we get to a place so like for example i got to a place in college where i was like all right i'm doing my studies i'm running a lot um i don't really need to do any any more self-improvement past that um so i allowed myself to stagnate i allowed myself to get comfortable with where i was and just be like all right i'm good and i don't need to you know do any more self-improvement and so you know a lot of people are in your shoes where it's, I'm going to grind from nine to five, like, I'm about to go into work, and I'm about to grind from nine to five, but those little in-between periods, where I could do things that, um, you know, would improve myself, so, like, on my lunch break, or on, like, my two 10-minute breaks, or something like that, I could be doing things to improve myself, or I could do things where I'm just stagnating, like, I'm just watching YouTube on my break, or I'm, you know, doing meaning- meaningless things, or... I could do self improvement things. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's the difference between, you know, driven, self motivated people like I I would like to think we are. And then the difference between people that get comfortable with where they are and don't think that they need to or can improve past what they become. So
0: Well, Asher, I would say that you know, on your on your lunch breaks, your two ten minute breaks, watch YouTube, bro because you've been working all day and in a way that's how you can kind of rest and get away. I, I think that's okay. I think it's it's a little too crazy to be like, "Oh, I should be, you know, running, doing push-ups, reading, this or that on those during that time because then you're with no rest, you're straining yourself and you're going to get burned out, I feel like. But, you know, when you're first starting though on this journey of f- reaching your full potential, And we're about to wrap it up here. Um, Whenever you're first starting on this journey of full potential and reaching that full potential, which I'm still on this journey, but when you first start, which I started, I would have to say five years ago. For the first two to three years, again, I didn't have a family or nothing. I I did. I didn't have a wife or anything. It was just me. Um, I went absolutely absurd about everything like you're talking about, Asher. Like if I had 10-minute lunch break – dude, I was doing something productive. Like I took every second, every minute of my day to do something productive. And, you know, starting out, that started out with a really great, strong, solid foundation for me. But I think if you're in a relationship, a meaningful relationship or you're emotionally tied to somebody, then you should um, make time for that. Because at the end of the day, you know, family outside of your faith, means so much um and like that's what's going to bring you joy when you're older is grandkids and your family that's what's going to bring you joy not money that and then obviously faith in god if you have that that's that that'd be the ultimate piece Uh, i think every happy old person has two things in common they believe in god have faith in god and they have a big family that cares about them and that's all they need. It's all they want. So I'll leave that at that. We could go on this forever, um, but we're going to have to cap it at that with our time limit. So with that, Asher. Happy trails, y'all happy trails. Yep. Thanks I'll see y'all. Wait, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, thanks for listening.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening to me ramble. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll see y'all next. Yeah. Next Monday. I'm shooting the ball.